0: All right, let's talk about three levels of stories. So, this comes from very uh, different and multiple sources. So, I really want to share with you um, these are some of the people that I've really been studying the last few years, and particularly what I'm going to share with you today, I want you to have the various sources for, okay? I'm just going to tell you their names. You can look them up. You can go Google them, look them up on Amazon. You'll be connected to all their different books. You can ask me what book. Uh, I'll I'll be honest with you that I tend to find an author I really like and go after all of their stuff. So uh, just look up their stuff and and find which book kind of draws to you. Okay, so there's a few of them. So the first one is Pema Chodron. So I I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. I'm doing the best I can. But the first name is Pema and then it's C H O D R O N. And Pema is uh and I'm I'm blanking on whether she's still alive with us or not, but she's an American Buddhist nun. And some of her books really are just reflections on getting you to think about higher kinds of things like love and forgiveness and uh you know, struggling with your pain. Okay? Another one that I have just really taken a liking to is Meister Eckhart. So E C K H A R T Meister is definitely within our old dead guys club. He is from the 1200s and he was a Jesuit priest. Now what was really cool about him was, uh, he had a a past where he started off his journey very young learned so much. He was considered an expert of experts, had various roles within the church all around the world. Uh, He was a really cool guy. Okay. And he was kind of put over this group of nuns that basically for all intents and purposes, they had kind of lost their way. They were wayward nuns. Um, The church looked at them as basically they're off the rocker, go over and fix them. So Meister went over and he quickly realized, whoa, they're not off their rocker. They're just a little higher elevated than the church was. And uh, they're a little more spiritual. And, and so it's showing forth in a different way. So he uses, uh, I think the book is, I'm I'm reaching for it right now. Well, it's it's selected writing, so I don't know which one, but you can look him up again. And basically, he writes and he shows the connection between this is what the, let's say, theology says, and this is what I'm seeing from these ladies, and this is why it still matches with the theology, even though it might be a different expression of what you normally see. I love that. He's breaking a paradigm, even in the 1200s. Another one of my, she's not, she's not dead. She's still with us here. Byron Katie. So her first name is Byron, B-Y-R-O-N. Her last name is Katie, K-A-T-I-E. Again, I think I have like six or eight of her books. One of the, the first one I read was Loving What Is. That's an amazing book. Um, Now, Katie was, uh through and through atheists. She had absolutely no spiritual connotations whatsoever. She had this kind of really cool, life-changing circumstance. I say cool now because we're on the other side, but it was actually really horrible. Okay. Think of the worst situation that you could ever think of a person being in. And that's where she was. Okay. It was a horrible experience. And then she had this enlightening experience and the way that she writes, it really um, has influenced the way that I I changed my perceptions. She's got a questioning method that she she calls the work. Um, And so she is now writing in, I guess if you had to put a label on it, more Buddhist philosophies, but that's kind of in the ish style. Um, And she'll even tell you, I don't even know who Buddha is. So, you know, it's very much in alignment with that, but not really. Um, And then the last person I want to tell you about is Neville Goddard. Yep, he's in the Old Dead Guys Club. Can't remember exactly when. I'd have to look it up when he wrote, but I think it was the early 1900s. And he really talks about imagination and visualization. And this idea that you can imagine anything basically to be real. And um, talks about how energy and quantum physics really relates to that. I I actually really, really love him. And it does align very much with all of these other spiritual principles that we've been talking about. And honestly, there's many more that I could tell you about today. But the essence of, of what I'm going to talk about today, all of these people have said that the stories we tell ourselves hold us back in life. Now, think about that because if you've been plugged into this podcast for any length of time, change your thinking, change your life, right? So the stories we tell ourselves that thinking gets in the way, and it directly influences our outcomes, effects, or results in our life. okay Again, you know that whole whole cycle of a situation happens, you have a subconscious thought, you have a conscious judgment. You have a feeling that happens. There are vibrations that happen throughout your body. You have an action or words, and then you get a result. And from that result, you have confirmation of your initial conscious judgment. So if you're having an interaction with your spouse, let's say you're having a heated interaction, um, you know, and you, you have this thought that, oh my gosh, he's a jerk. I'm judging him now because I know he's a jerk. Uh, I have this feeling in my body that's telling me I'm angry at him. Uh, and then out of that, I speak in anger or I do something out of anger. And the result is he gets angry and you know, we're passing that energy back and forth. And that's the confirmation that he's a jerk in the first place. Make sense? Okay. Now all of that happens just like that in a split second. Okay. Our brains are so fast when it comes to that. So other ways that this shows up, let's say you're scrolling through social media and you see something and you're immediately triggered by something somebody says, right? Or maybe, you know, you're a parent and your kid says or does something and you immediately feel that, that anger, right? Um, or, (laughs) if you're like I was, um, you know, if, if a driver cuts you off in traffic, you're immediately triggered, right? All right. So I want to talk about the three levels of storytelling. And as I'm going through this, I want you to think about obviously number one, you, okay. Which one of these levels are you at? Which one do you want to be at? Which one do you need to practice on? And I also want you to think about, the people that you're closest to, which level are they on? Now, I I will say this, that for children who are not um, quite mature, um, they're probably going to be at level one. And that's just fine because that's where they should be. Okay. And you cannot just assume that because the person in front of you is in an adult body that they are beyond level one. Okay. This is not a, um, you know, like I look at my son, my 16 year old. Uh, and I think about, you know, my gosh, he's almost as tall as I am. He's only got one inch to go, uh, and he's becoming a young man, right? It would be easy for me to look at him and say he, he should be at a higher level, but he's not. Okay. So think about you, think about the people in your life. All right. So level one, level one is this, uh, life is all about the story and not about any awareness. Okay. So the story runs the show. Um, so everyone and everything is the cause of all of your problems. Okay. Um, the outside conditions are the cause of how you feel. Okay. So for example, you know, if, if somebody says something and I'm triggered, you caused it, right? Um, if somebody does something and, and, you know, you caused me to feel this way, right? people at this level, they are looking to be offended. They are walking out into their life every day without even realizing and looking to be offended. And as soon as somebody offends them, they are on the attack. Okay. Now folks like this, they kind of wander through life with this idea of who's the matter with me today. They're looking for people to, to offend them. Okay. Now, I would just pose this, that if you are listening to this podcast and you follow my body of work, you are probably not at this level, okay? Uh, You would not stay here for very long if you were, because the very idea that somebody else or some circumstance or situation is not the problem is offensive to them, okay? Uh, Of course that person is wrong. Don't you realize I'm a victim, right? What do you mean my... X isn't the source of all my problems. Okay. Think about it that way. What do you mean the government isn't out to get me? Right. Um, they're, they're judgmental and critical of other people more so than themselves. As they begin to make the transition to level two, which I'll tell you about in a minute, uh, they, they begin to be very critical of themselves too. Okay. That's actually a kind of a growth because, you know, goes from an anger to more of an awareness of, of self. Now it, it sounds something like, uh, you know, Johnny is an idiot. Let me tell you all the reasons why. Right. Or, oh my gosh, you completely ruined my life. Or, you know, that guy who just cut me off in traffic. He's such a so-and-so, so-and-so, and this is what I'm going to do to him. Okay. So the first level in storytelling is that the story is running the show. There is no real awareness going on here. Okay. Now the second level is when we begin to play with perception. So we begin to understand that there's different ways of looking at at things and doing things. So we're really shifting from this right-wrong perspective to uh, what are all the possibilities? So more of a continuum. So for example, you know, I I put out this out on social media last week and uh, the the question was, is there a right and wrong way to do everything? Now, I'd say probably 98% of people said, well, that depends. What are you doing? You know, and it was some version of, well, you know, if you're going to, I think it was the sewing machine. If you're going to use the sewing machine, there's only one right way to kind of, you know, load this so that you do that right. Okay. Makes perfect sense. Um, but then the same person I think said something about, but if you're going to have, you know, an interaction with your children, depending on who your children are, that's going to be different. Ah, there you go. So, you know, they're yes and no. Right. And then there was a few people who definitely were like, uh, yeah, there's a right way and a wrong way to do everything. Like, okay, sounds good. <laughs> you know, if that, if that's your reality, go for it. You know, and in my mind, I'm going they're probably level one storyteller. So level two, you're shifting from that right-wrong perspective and you're saying, well, wait a minute, there might be multiple ways of doing things or looking at things. So for example, if you're on social media, you know, you're going through, you scroll past a post and you're like, yep, not engaging with that one, (laughs) right? Or maybe you see it and you're just like, huh, I wonder what would cause that person to post that. Or I wonder what are the inputs that would cause that output? I do that a lot, especially with political stuff, because I'm really trying to understand why people believe the things that they believe. Listen, it's not a judgment. You go believe whatever you want to with politics, okay? But I'm really trying to understand. And when I know the person, I'm like, oh, that makes perfect sense why they would think that, right? And let's say you're working with a kid, you know, you really try to understand Why are they saying and doing that thing? Right? So rather than looking and saying, oh my gosh, that kid is, you know, wrong or bad or, or needs to be fixed. What, what's causing this? You know, and, and we might give them more of a benefit of the doubt. Like, okay, there's something going on here. I might not know this. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. And that will change our perspective and our behavior. I used to do this a lot when I'm driving. Okay. That guy just cut me off or, you know, pulled in front of me or whatever. I would tell myself as many stories as I possibly could. So it was, oh my gosh, they must be late for work. Oh, they might not have seen me. Oh, the sun could have been in their eyes. Maybe they have a sick kid and they're going to the hospital. Like I would tell myself as many stories as I could about that person until I had no reaction thinking about them at all. Okay. Because our perceptions are the stories we tell ourselves. And what we realize is that over time, we have a choice about which stories we want to tell. So, you know, in, in level one, the stories run on the show because you don't realize you have a choice. But in level two, we realize I have a choice about this. And guess what? I can choose whatever I want, Right. So going back to that, that whole cycle, some, something happens, I'm triggered, I have this feeling, right? I have a a subconscious thought, I have a conscious judgment, I got a feeling, all that, right? Well, the choice comes in the conscious part. So instead of judging that person based on our experiences and our background, we know that that's where our control is. And that's what I'm talking about, changing and shifting, When I say change your thinking, change your life. That's the only place you have control. That's what I want us to focus on. All right. So what about level three? Well, level three storytelling is where we actually drop the story. Okay. So we've played with stories for so long that you realize you have that choice with any thought, right? So immediately when you realize I'm having this conscious thought and you have a choice, now you choose, well, why not choose a good one, (laughs) right? So how does that show up in life? All right. So go back to our three examples. You're on social media, you're scrolling past, and you don't you know engage with somebody like you would at level one, and you know jump in and say "You're wrong, here's all the reasons, and at level two, you don't just say "Hi, huh, wonder," and maybe ask a question, but here at level three, you just go, "Huh, isn't that interesting?" And you move on or you just don't even notice it anymore okay um you know when when you're working with one of your kids and something bothers you because they say or do something. It goes beyond just trying to understand why they're acting that way. But after the interaction, you go back and you say, well, wait a minute. Why did that thing bother me? And so you back up and you know that some story was there. So you're like, okay, where's the story? And let me drop that story, you know, through release and forgiveness. And then, you know, uh, my story with the driving Level three storytelling is when something like that happens, and instead of thinking about the driver, you know, um, and even, you know, going into forgiveness of the driver, because I don't forgive drivers anymore, I just realize there's nothing to forgive, honestly. Um, But if it bothers me, I say, wait a minute, what do I want? And usually, this is my go-to at this point, um, I've asked myself that question so many times that the answer is I want peace. And so now when anybody kind of cuts me off like that, the very first thing I do, because I've noticed that I can do this when I'm driving is I hum. Now we did a, uh, I think we did a podcast on humming before. So I'm not going to go into that. If you go look at our search engine and I'll put the link in the description, just look up humming or hum, it'll take you right to it. Uh, But that allows my body, my, my muscles to relax and so it now becomes all about me having peace and not about justifying that driver. You see how that's a, a shift in in the story, there's no story anymore. It's just what do I want? I, oh, there you go. And in in 2 seconds I have it. Okay? Now, we have to progress to this point of not needing that that story, okay? But what I notice is that when you let the thought flow away, right, you notice the feeling. So you're not so invested in the story anymore. You notice the feeling that's going on in your body and then you can transform it. And there are many different ways that you can transform it. Again, go look in our search engine, look up meditation, visualization, um, K. I don't know that I've talked about that too much, but I I probably will in the future. That's a great modality to use. Uh, especially if you notice that there's a pattern of thinking that you have with different interactions. Um, K is a fast paced way of changing, uh, beliefs and perceptions. So realize that the cycle is telling you more about you than it is about other people, situations, or conditions. Okay. And when you realize that, guess what you get? More peace. Okay. So the story is the problem. So which level would you say that you're on? Level, level one, two, or three. Okay. What about your loved ones? or your coworkers, maybe your boss. I really want you to sit and think with this one, okay? Because this really matters, okay? I wouldn't say that this is like the only podcast episode out of the 400 plus that we've done that matters, but I would say this is probably one of the most important ones because it's really getting to the nitty gritty. When When you focus on this, you literally can make your life into anything you want. Okay, so uh, I'll give you this uh, a couple examples, because this is what's going to happen. And you're going to reach out and say, Michelle, how do I handle this? I know because I've done this uh, teaching with all kinds of other people, and this is what they say every time. So I'll give you two examples. So the first example is from a coaching client of mine who is really working on this, and she is at squarely in level two, not quite to level three yet, but she has worked on this for some time unfortunately her spouse is at a level one and probably a low level one. Okay. Very unaware. And so she comes back to me, you know, regularly and it's like, Michelle, this is what I'm struggling with. So yes, I completely understand because there's a disconnect there. However, the more you work on yourself and she's pretty soon, I think going to get up to level three where, where the story doesn't matter anymore. She's going to raise her awareness and she's going to see Her spouse is really struggling and it's going to change their interaction because the person in the relationship with more awareness has more responsibility. So right now she's working on that healing process. Once she gets past that into level three, now she's going to be able to interact with her spouse in a very different way. Okay. So that's my encouragement to you. If you're with somebody, you know, especially in that special relationship, continue on your own journey, regardless of what happens with them. Keep going. Okay. Now I have a relative. Um, I love this person dearly. This relative is squarely level one. Uh, he has lived a very hard life. Um, and honestly, he is not open to doing things any different. Um, you know, he, his favorite saying is he can't teach an old dog new tricks, right? However, he has a very hard life and it's very difficult to be around him. You know what? And it's not so much because he's at level one. It's because he squarely denies to grow. Okay. And so it's, it's a little harder. It's like an energy suck for me. So with this particular person, I limit exposure as much as possible. Okay. Now with some people, you can't do that, but with anybody that you can, I would highly encourage you to do that because you need to kind of trust, um, the process of healing and growth for you so that you're going up to that next, next level of storytelling and not have that person suck you down. Okay. So what did you learn about yourself today and other people? What's your plan to grow to the next level of storytelling? Okay please do not hesitate to reach out and let me know if you need help. Okay. Now let me tell you this, cause I know we have our, our listeners who listen every single day. If you have not heard yet, I am leaving for vacation tomorrow. So that would be Monday. Uh, and I'm going to be gone for two weeks. I'm so excited. You guys, I'm so excited. This is my actual, uh, very first real normal vacation. Uh, I'm not taking my laptop. I'm not doing any work. I'm not traveling anywhere to do any work. I'm literally just going to be unplugged, uh, for two weeks. And for five of those days, I'm going to be at a retreat center with no internet. So with that, you know, I recognize that as I say, Hey, look at this, you know, and, and there might be somebody who finds out something about yourself that you're just like, Oh crap, I need help. I'm going on vacation if there is an emergency, okay, so you are really kind of stuck and you're just like, "Oh my gosh, I really really need help." please uh, you know what? I will give you my phone number. I'll put that in the description. Yes, this is my personal cell phone. Uh, text first because I typically don't answer calls, text first, and if I am able to and I am around, I would more than happy you know to to connect with you that way, okay. All right. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I'm your host. On today's episode, we're talking about three levels of storytelling. So first I'm going to do uh, kind of a reference list for you. I'm going to bring up several different authors that I've been studying. Some of them are squarely in our old dead, dead guys club, meaning that they've been around for sometimes hundreds of years. Uh, and some of them are still alive and with us. I'm not going to give you the book references, just tell you who they are, a little bit about them and their work, all of them. And so many more really inform this episode so this is one you will want to take notes for okay i'm going to tell you about the three levels of storytelling how storytelling really affects our life and how you can grow from one level to the next and at the end one thing i'm going to do is share with you what happens if you're at a higher level and somebody who is special to you very close relationship is at a lower level i'm going to give you some tips there okay I really want you to pay attention to which level are you on, which level are your special relationships on, and then, you know, we can talk a little bit more further about that later. You want to take notes for this though, so you have the different characteristics and qualities of each one of those levels. All right. I promise you, listen, I I, very rarely do I ever say that any one episode is like epic. I would say that about this one. This is one of those that you're going to want to listen to over and over and over again, if you get what I'm throwing down here in this episode, I promise you it will change your entire life. And that's a 100% money back guarantee, okay? All right, enjoy.